I had about five, six small batch bourbons. Episode number 81. 81 on the docket. Joe D'Amico, 81. 81 on a, the back of a jersey looks intimidating as fuck. I believe Terrell Owens was 81 for a little bit. Unless I have that one wrong. Could have it wrong. You never know. But it's been a while since we've chatted. Uh, and that's due to some work shit. Had to stay a little later. Stuff you don't really want to hear about. No one really wants to care. <laughs> Not that no one cares. No one really want. No one really wants to hear me talk about why I had to stay late and the ensuing stress that I had to deal with it from there on out. But today is October third, so with that, we're gonna kick this off with a little this date in history. history has its eyes and it's a big one. October third, nineteen ninety five. O.J. Simpson was acquitted of the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ronald Goldman. The trial was highly publicized and brought forward many issues surrounding race, celebrity, and justice within the U.S. legal system. The trial highlighted the importance of due process and the legal principle that a defendant is presumed innocent until proven guilty. The events spurred a nationwide dialogue regarding systemic issues within the legal system and broader societal matters. There was also public outcry after the acquittal. Many people believed that the evidence was sufficient for a conviction, leading to a significant public outcry and loss of faith in the legal system. The trial exacerbated racial tensions in the country, showcasing the stark differences in perception and experience between different different racial and ethnic communities. The trial and subsequent acquittal of O.J. Simpson remains one of the most controversial and discussed legal events in modern American history, reflecting deeply ingrained societal issues. I don't know why that's a tough one. So I remember being that OJ Simpson was probably one of the first, I know it was like obviously a huge deal in the country and the world and everything. That was like the first dose of like reality TV. But I remember that as a kid, that shit went on forever. And I feel like every time, because my dad was a newspaper reader and that's what you did back in the day for those kids that don't know, you got your news from the newspaper. (laughs) That's that's just what it was. My dad was a newspaper guy, you know? He always had the newspaper on him. It was always around. Every, like We'd go anywhere we went, he'd bring the newspaper. So the newspaper was always on the front seat where I was sitting or in the car somewhere. So I was always reading it or looking at it at least. And I swear to God, every day for, I remember every day for like that year and a half, it was OJ on the front cover every single day. It was fucking wild. I do remember the OJ police chase. Um, the white Bronco, that whole thing. They cut into the NBA finals, all that crazy shit. It was, it was insane. It was the first time it was like, this was like a first dose of reality TV for a lot of people. They did a really good documentary on it. Um, it was with ESPN films, 30 for 30 OJ made in America directed by Ezra Edelman. The documentary received critical Critical acclaim for its thorough examination of the socio-political landscape surrounding O.J. Simpson's trial 
and the broader implications regarding race relations in America. It won an Academy Award for Best Documentary. It did a really good job. So I think it was six parts. I think the first and second part were like everything going on in the country and OJ as like a young kid at USC. Like it went into all of it. So like you were getting like a huge background of like the temperature or the um, the rhythm of the country, I guess. The atmosphere of the country at the time. Because Rodney King just got his ass beat by a bunch of cops. That wall was going on. It did a good job of explaining how OJ was not like your... He wasn't like accepted in the black community at all. He lived in like a white neighborhood. Uh, USC He was like just not how black people were, were portrayed in the media at the time. And then it gets into the whole murder and everything and everything since then. So it's really good. It's long, but it keeps you hooked. Kind of drags on the sixth episode. The meat and potatoes are like episodes two through five. You know, that's when the trial and everything's going on. So if you have the time, go, go, go spot that out. ESPN's 30 for 30 series, OJ Made in America. But we have a couple things, actually. <laughs> More than one. I swear, uh, there's been this mosquito that's been following me around. And I don't know if it's the same one or not, because I can never kill it. But it's cold out now. But the last two days have been, like, warmer. Like, high 70s, 80s. So like, right now, it's a little warm outside. And, like, mosquito, not as bad as it was over the summer. But they've made one of them, one or two of them made a comeback. So, I go outside at night now, get bit by mosquitoes. Since Saturday, right? I swear to God, this mosquito has been in my house or it's on my clothes. It's somewhere in near me at all times. Because, you know, when you hear the little... You hear that shit? I hear it. I swat at it. And then I can't find it anymore. Like blends in. My vision's getting worse from sitting in front of your computer all day. So it's gone. I can't find this fucking thing. And it's been around. And it'll randomly get me. So like Sunday morning, we're in the car with me and Brady. And I seen it fly in the car. I swatted at it, but I'm driving. And it disappeared. So I rolled down all the windows, opened the sunroof, the whole thing. And I was like, it'll, it definitely blew out of here. You know? Nope. Felt it bite my leg. I'm swatting at my leg. Nothing. Like whatever. Come inside, hanging out. And I hear right near my ear again fuck swat at it can't find this fucking thing i don't know at this point it could be the case that i'm just hearing mosquitoes because i hate mosquitoes but then this also led into a bigger conversation at work we were saying if you doubled your salary right but there's always a mosquito around you you can kill it but another one comes back it's there's always one mosquito you have to be like swatting away or if you're wearing like shorts or short sleeve something, it's going to bite you. Like its mission is just to bite you whenever it can. It's not like attacking you like uh, swarms or anything. It's just one mosquito, but you have to double your salary. So you have to deal with it. So yeah, I'll be paid double, but every day from now on, there's always going to be this one mosquito flying around me. Like you could put DEET everything on. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be close enough to you where as soon as the DEET wears off a little bit, you can right in your ear or it's gonna be biting your leg or you're gonna forget to put deed on one day you know and it's it's not gonna be like um the kid from charlie brown the the little dirt bag kid linus it's not like that where like you're just dirty or anything like you could be the cleanest person in the world but there's always gonna be a mosquito near you and like you can do it do with it what you want you could be swatting at it you can make a big deal out of it or just kind of just brush it away like it's not like gonna be a super mosquito or anything you know if you brush it away it'll go away and you know, you could ignore it, but it's always going to be around. You always have the threat of a mosquito. So you can live your life in a screen and try to trap it outdoors. But as soon as you step outside, it's there again. So I said I would do it. Most people said they would do it. But then like I've had this mosquito around me for the last two days. And I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. It's kind of sounds fucking dumb. Sounds very obnoxious. So I've been dealing with the fucking mosquito. Biggest news, though. And if you have if you've been living under a rock, if you've been living, I said this same joke. So we're going to hammer it home again. 
If you're an alien from another planet that's alien to that planet, that's alien to that planet, and then you come to Earth, <laughs> it's Taylor Swift time. So Taylor Swift was back in the news as usual. She's in the news every day now. She was at the Jet game on Sunday night, Jets v Kansas City, and Jets lost, right? But she's there to see her mans, Jason Kelsey, and she was sitting in the booth. Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, went up, said hi to her. The camera panned to her. It was an NBC broadcast, panned to her, I think, 17 times. Um, There was a couple times where she didn't know the camera was on her, and she's just like sitting there, and it's like the most boring fucking thing in the world. Like, we get it. She's Taylor Swift. She's at the game. It's New York. Like, let's just get over at this point. But she makes news. Like, she is the most popular person in the in the uh, universe right now. And I can't I can't sit here and say I'm not going to cover it because we're all in it for the clicks, right? We all want the stream numbers. So I've found out that every time I mention Taylor Swift or talk about Taylor Swift, say Taylor Swift, play a Taylor Swift song, do anything that's Taylor Swift related. The clicks come in a little heavier that day. So, what we're going to do now, we might even morph into a... We might all be Swifties at this point. I think if you're not a Swifty, you're just doing it wrong. You're kind of being an asshole. Like, her music's good. <laughs> like You can't deny she's not good, right? And she doesn't do anything wrong. You might not believe in her politically. However, I think her music overpowers whatever you think about her politically, which is fine. And she doesn't really delve into those waters. The worst she did was tell people to go vote. And when you're getting 18 to 25-year-olds to vote, not a good recipe for Republican voters because Republican voters are mostly like 50 and above. So you get a shitload of young kids to vote. I could see that. I could see if you're on the Republican team being like, ooh, that's not fair. You're just getting people to vote. And whatever she says, she can legit say vote for this person and they're all going to do it. It's, it's going to be the Swifty thing to do. So we're going to become, maybe it's possible, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, we might be a Taylor Swift podcast from here on out. Make some noise. Who knows? But the only thing we do know is she's the hottest thing out. I don't think she's attractive, but hey, do what you want. I mean, all right, I take that back. <laughs> she is very attractive. Is she hot? I don't know. She's in like the, uh, this is, I mean, who am I, right? Who am I to, who am I to say this? Who, <laughs> who am I to sit here and say if she's hot or not and compare her to other women? That's very misogynistic of me. And I shouldn't do that. But while we're in this space... While I already brought you guys all here with me, she's in the same category as like, and again, a dime, 10 out of 10, right? She's hot. I would say like Anne Hathaway. She's in that category. She's like a blonde Anne Hathaway. Like Anne Hathaway's hot. So is Taylor Swift. You know, that's it. And the can, can they keep that? Can they sustain that? Because you don't want to end up looking like Madonna. Madonna, I don't know what the hell. I don't even know how she's still alive. She's a fucking bag of bones running around. But if you can, if you can evolve into like a jennifer aniston then you're in the elite tier right now you're in the your tier a1 right jennifer aniston's tier one a she's the top of the top you know there's only few that get up that high so if, if taylor swift can sustain and Anne hathaway i guess at this point <laughs> i don't know why i'm dragging Anne hathaway and hathaway into this but if they can sustain this level for an extended period of time into their golden years then we got something cooking here we're on to something <laughs> So just for the algorithm, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift.
Well, we're not. We're gonna move on off of Taylor Swift. God forbid, man. We should stay here all day, but we can't. You know, you find a floating island, and you're stranded in the middle of the ocean. You find a floating island with nothing on it. Feels good to stretch your legs a little bit, but it's time to get back in the boat and sail off. So we're going to be sailing off the Taylor Swift raft for a little bit, and we're going to end up at the emergency broadcast system <laughs> that's uh, projected to go off tomorrow. It's going to be a nationwide thing. Um, everyone with any kind of phone connected to anything is going to internet, TV, everything's going to be broadcasting the emergency broadcast system. So I don't remember the last time they did this. I don't know if it's the first time they're actually turning this thing on for every device. Because I know Apple does it. Apple did it. Um, like Hawaii residents got that fake one one time because the idiot pushed the wrong button and said like a, tsun- a tsunami was coming or something or an attack was coming. Um, so like all the Apple users on that island got fucked. Uh, they do it for like uh, Amber Alerts which is awesome because it's three in the morning and you just hear that thing howling at you. Your phone starts going nuts. But they've never done one on this massive scale before. So they're doing everything that's connected to everything all the time. So it's supposed to go off tomorrow, I believe, at like 2.24 in the afternoon. And you'll get a message on your phone. It's everything connected, again, to everything. So there's going to be a message saying this is a test. Um, It's going to be in Spanish. So esta es una prueba del sistema nacional. Nacional. <laughs> I don't know why it did sound like that. Nacional del alerta de emergencia. No se necesita acción. So it's good. this is the nationwide test of the emergency alert system issued by the Federal Emergency Management Agency covering the United States from 1420 to 1450. So that's military time. That's 220 to 250. This is only a test. No action is required by the public. So it's happening because they have to test these things to make sure they work. It's called the iPause Integrated Public Alert and Warning System. They have to do it once every three years, and the last test was in 2021. I kind of remember this now. And it's just to alert people to natural disasters, terrorist attacks, dangers to the public, all this and that. But that's not all, as it never is in the case. The internet is on it. The sleuths, the TikTok sleuths are on it. Although I found this one on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Sent to, me, sent to me by a fellow listener. Shout out to Larry. He brings me this information and he's like, what do we got to do about this? So I'm going to play it for you now. It is a little unhinged, but we're going to get into it. Hi, Brady. I was asked to share the following message with the world. Remember, I'm only the messenger. What you choose to do with this information is up to you and your own free will. On October 4th at 2.22 p.m. Eastern Time, the emergency broadcast system will be activated across the entire United States under the leadership of FEMA, disguised as a test. However, this test will be used to send a specific high-frequency signal through devices like smartphones, radios, and TVs with the intention of activating graphene oxide and other nanoparticles that have been inserted into billions of human beings around the world through the obvious mediums. Everyone will be affected regardless of your status. The plan is to also do this in Israel at the same exact time. There are certain organizations that are doing their best to stop this in both Israel and the United States. Hopefully they will be able to stop this. And stopping this in Israel looks promising, but stopping this in the United States is still up in the air. This will also include Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and Alaska. If the October 4th date does not occur for any reason, the backup plan will be to do it on October 11th at the same time. In the case that this is not able to be stopped, 
I ask you all to shut off your phones and all other relevant devices at 2 p.m. Eastern time for a period of two hours to be safe. This type of wavelength can affect us physically, mentally, and emotionally. I urge you all to protect yourself, and I ask you all to share this video far and wide. Thank you very much. So no one knows who the fuck this guy is. This is where the internet gets wild. So this is not, it wasn't like well-produced. It's same setup as I have. It, I'm assuming it's, it looks like it's in an office building, but it could just be his house that looks like an office. He's got some shelves behind him, right? But like, he's talking about this as if he knows what's going to happen, right? And I highly doubt that there's these microchemicals and microparticles in our system that the 5G wavelength that this thing's going to be pumped out at is going to affect all of us and alter our body at any moment, right? But you have to believe that he believes it, right? He's not just coming on. Just, he looked like a serious guy. Again, I don't know. And it was from Facebook. It was a link. <laughs> it was a tw- TikTok link that recorded a screenshot from TikTok. Posted on X. Do with it what, whatever the fuck you want. So I saw it on TikTok. The TikTok was a recording of a Facebook post. That got posted to X. <laughs> it's just too much. But this guy's saying it as if he knows it's 100% true. Now, the cre- the the yahoos, you know what? We're going to take his side on this one. What they want you to believe is this is just a regular test. What's really going to happen is all the chemicals we've been ingesting in our system forever are just going to get activated or fucked with, and we're all going to develop cancer or die or pass out. Something's going to happen, right? But how the hell do you even know if something happens? If these are nanoparticles, right? Microparticles. And they're so small and so infrequent that we've been ingesting them over time and it hasn't affected us yet because we're around cell phones all day. We're literally walking through zones of Wi-Fi and satellite signals, radiation all day long. So if these particles aren't activated by just being, then this thing's going to be like the catalyst. It's going to shock our systems into doing it. So we're all dead tomorrow at 220. Is that what this guy's saying? Because I don't think that's the case. But then he's like, oh, well, if it doesn't happen on the 4th, it's going to happen on the 11th, the backup date. Because like I've always said, if you have two doomsdays, you don't have one doomsday. So I don't think this is going to happen tomorrow. I think the alarm's going to go off. I think we're going to be fine. And here's the thing, right? <laughs> even if it doesn't go off, right? Or even if you do turn your phone and everything off, good luck because those things that are above you in the sky floating around, those are called satellites. They're beaming down fucking signals, right? Those 5G towers that they installed that you were like, oh, this is giving me cancer. They're still there, you know? They're still going to be beaming signals through there. You still have your Wi-Fi. You still have your TV, your radio, there's frequencies all over the place. So even if you do take all the precautions, you're fucked. <laughs> and what are you going to do about it anyway? Let's just say this does this is a real thing and something gets activated in your system, you're dead anyway. We're all dead. It's you're still going to pay your taxes. Inflation's still going to be through the roof. Milk's still going to be 750. So, best case scenario, nothing happens. We continue living our life. Another best case scenario, we're over in the blink of an eye. We don't even feel it. It's done. Worst case, this drags on. We get cancer 20 years from now, but who's to say that's not going to happen anyway? And I doubt if any of us gets cancer, God forbid, we look back and we say, it was that time they ran that test. Remember that on a, on 10-4? And I listened to Hold Up What podcast, and this guy in the stupid red hat and his dumb voice said, hey, turn everything off while I'm listening to his podcast. He's telling me to turn everything off because I'm going to get cancer. And now I have cancer. So, I mean, do with all that what you will. So with all that, uh, we're going to get the hell out of here. Um, hopefully we all survive tomorrow. But this guy's hanging around telling people. I don't know who he is. I've never seen this person in my life. And for him to say 
Israel's doing like it's going to happen in it's going to happen in America and it's going to happen in Israel. I don't know too much about Israel, right? Microphone fell there. I don't know too much about Israel. I know it's kind of a wild ass place. It has a lot to do with pol- politics, this whole thing. But you ain't got the answer. This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because if he's like, oh well, they're going to stop it in Israel. Why not tell us how they're going to stop this in Israel? You know. Meanwhile, just so you know, the Israel has the Iron Dome over it. It's where it's a missile system that uses all GPS and signals. It's all signal-based GPS. So these signals are all over the place already. And anything that's incoming into Israel, it blows it out of the fucking sky. So there's signals all over the place. So I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. You ain't got the answer, Sway. So I don't think anything's going to happen tomorrow. However, your phone's going to be buzzing from 220 until 250. It's going to get a little wild, I guess. I don't know. I guess record it. I'm going to see if I can record it. But my iPad's going to be going off. My phone's going to be going off. Everything's going to be going nuts. So, hey, if it activates something in our system, imagine it just turns us all like superhuman. You just get unlimited strength for like that half hour. You're like, I'm going to go fucking lift the building up. You start like punching holes through brick walls and fucking beating up little kids or something. I don't know. But we're going to get out of here on that note. Uh, Tomorrow is Wednesday. We have uh, another stupid thing. Uh, it's Columbus Day weekend. We don't call it Columbus Day. It's like Native American Heritage Day. Who fucking cares? I said Columbus Day and the diversity, equity, inclusion person threw a fucking hissy fit. And I'm like, listen, lady, I've been calling it Columbus Day for as long as I can remember. So I'm sorry. You know, I'm just sorry. I don't know. You don't have to get on my case. We don't need to have a 30 minute PowerPoint on Columbus being a dick. It's just, we don't need to do it. I'm sorry. Again, for the Native Americans out there, sorry for taking over. It's it, I, there's only there's only so much we can apologize for. It what's done is done. We're not going to survive tomorrow anyway, so we're going to get out of here. <laughs>